Four o'clock hour, 3HL on 104.5 The Zone. Don Davenport, Brent Doherty's off. Ron Slay. I'm in the building. I'm in the building. Right here. Lucas Panzika stepping in behind the glass for Panda Joe Man. Honk. Yes, Joe Honk is uh, headed this way. Had a prior engagement today. He'll be back with us here in just a little bit. Glad you're with us for this 4 o'clock. We're going to be busy because Mike Frabel is speaking to the media at 4.30 in about 25 minutes. We will take that live right here on 104.5 The Zone. Slay. Yes. Guess what happened two years ago? What? Today. Talk to me. It feels like 50 years ago today. Andrew Luck retired after just seven seasons. Hey. See ya. The book club man himself. The man himself. You know what? Today, and, two years ago. And all at 29 t- years old. All Titans fans rejoiced. No kidding. Because <laughs> he had a stranglehold on us for a second. Retire, yep. <laughs> like, and it wasn't and they fun. They built like a ridiculous offensive line. Yes. Yes. Andrew Luck said peace. Good for him, though. It, it, you have not really heard of from him no, you in haven't. the last two years either. No, you haven't. Flo- I mean, it, really, it feels radar. like forever ago because... Mm-hmm. It's not like he's showing up at press conferences. You don't see him anywhere, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he, like, passes on quotes to people here and there, right? right. Probably how he wanted it. Yes. It's exactly how he wanted and it. And the Colts like, are on their fourth starting quarterback <laughs> yeah. system. Yeah. Uh, and who the heck knows how that one's going to turn out this year, who apparently Carson Wentz will be back and ready for the Colts by the time the Titans see him, at least. So mm-hmm. um, so we'll see. Interesting stuff there. Other big headlines of the day. Um Big Ten, Pac-12, ACC Alliance, that came out, although uh, I need to dive more into all of it, but it seems like there's nothing nothing written, nothing kind of in on paper, nothing really signed. What are we talking about? Like a <laughs> gentleman's agreement here, handshake. Right. Yeah, we're together. Uh, we can't let the SEC take over. <laughs> That's basically what this is kind of all about. You're trying to circle the wagon. All right. right. What's your take on it, Slay? Um, I, I think it's, I think it's, a um, uh, it's one of those situations when you see, um, people with power, um, trying to grab the rope and play tug of war, knowing that if this, this, this one guy and that one guy being the commission, um, he puts his foot down, then all every, everything ceases. And I I think they don't want to relinquish any power that they, they being the SEC, I mean, not the SEC, the big 12 in particular, who got left out of this is what's really funny. But the Big Ten, the ACC, and the Pac-12, them trying to join forces to have some kind of say-so. They're saying in the college football playoffs, that's part of the reason. But that doesn't make sense to me because, if anything, it would help you more so um, with the college football playoff being extended and hurt the SEC in a sense by not being able to get all the teams in. So um, I, I just mm-hmm. think it's, it's a power play. Um, and I think they had to have an answer. We, we, fu- we found in the past that – a quick answer isn't always the right answer, especially when the Big Ten is involved. But, I mean, all the Pac-12. So, I mean, if, if Sankey says one thing, I think right now him having the upper hand is pretty much gold. So I think you got to kind of lean on that. But I think they don't want to – they just don't want to give away the power. So kudos to them, man. We, I mean <laughs> – Kudos to them. Get your little conference together. They can't. Right. You know, exactly. like you, you – yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, Pac-12. The Pac-12 has five teams in the top 25 this preseason mm-hmm. poll this mm-hmm. year, too. Mm-hmm. Really? Mean, people, yes. That's more than I would have thought. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's why, because I just went through all of it. Obviously, I'm working a, a um, Pac-12 team this weekend, so I just kind of went through the entire conference, and I was like, dang, 
They have five teams ranked. USC in the ranked twenty five. Yep. Are they? Yep. I USC, know Arizona Oregon, State. No Herm. Arizona State. Yeah. Herm is Arizona State. Down. Yep. You know. You know that I hear Herm in my head every single day. Yeah, don't press in. I <laughs> don't press in. I think I have one of his games coming up too. <laughs> I'll be like, Coach, I, I, you're in my head every day. Thank you for saving my job every who, day who, when who, I want who to the respond other two? That's to what I want to know. Twitter people. Let me see. Um, uh, who, who did you Colorado, say? Not Colorado. No, I said Oregon, Utah, USC, and State. Oregon, USC, Arizona State, Utah, and yep, then Utah. I guess there's one more. Um, who's the fifth? Mm, not Cal, not Stanford, not Colorado. Not Colorado. Not Oregon uh, State. Let's see. Um, now I can't remember. Stand by. Ah, we'll stand look by at one second. Um, yeah, but uh, all all of that to say, you find out, Slay. I'm looking. Um, Pac-12 commissioner, obviously. Hey, welcome in. Welcome into your new commissioner job. Here you go. Jump on it. Um, but yeah, his comment today. Uh, Washington. His, Washington. Washington. Thank you. God. Oh yeah. Um, you know. George Klevikoff, by the way, said there's no signed contract. There's an agreement among three gentlemen and a commitment from 41 presidents, chancellors, and 41 athletic directors to do what we say we're going to do. So mm-hmm. that's where they are. That's where this deal is. It will be interesting to see how all of this plays out. Um, but obviously, an extended college football playoff will help the extended SEC once that Happens. Even more so, yeah, yeah. So, um, but. so yeah. So we'll keep we'll keep an eye on that, and then other NFL news today. Man, uh, Panzika talked about it in his update there. Travis Etienne, and I know it's the Jags, but you hate to see a first round pick, twenty fifth overall, uh, go down with that kind of an injury. Has to have surgery and is done for the year. And hey. there, and there's your. <laughs> Hello. Be super careful with your starters, Hello. right? Yeah. And then you also have to wonder um, what – I know you're professional, but you at a at a time when you get to walk into a professional league with a guy that you've been rocking with, mm. and that being Trevor Lawrence, always seeing ETN in the backfield with them, like this is a different type of comfort zone, knowing that we're walking through this together and him not being there anymore. I know it's not going to play a big factor in um, Trevor Lawrence and what he does, but I know that that does have to rattle him just a little bit. I'm sure he'll bounce back from it, but you had to see it. But Trevor Lawrence isn't their starting quarterback yet. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's, uh, it's undecided. It's winners and losers. Give me a freaking break, oh, yeah. Herb. <laughs> gonna, like, they come gonna, on, Herb. They're going to have the winner and loser battle right. between Minshew that's and right. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, yeah that's, they're yeah. going to chart it yeah. with gold and green and red stars on yeah, the yeah. locker room board, yeah. too, right? Come you know, and, and the funny come thing. On. Come on. The funny man. thing is, man, as the game went on for Trevor Lawrence in that first half, he played the entire first half. Um, as that game went on, it looked like the defense was figuring them out a little bit too. I will say that. But I mean, dude, this mobility by the guy, the strength in his arm, also the touch that he has on his passes. I thought a Confidence lot. Too. Oh yeah, like I, I thought a lot of that was, man, he's kind of reluctant to throw that pass, but it was really him just putting touch on it. Not putting that zip on it, so this 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 man is an NFL quarterback, man. Like, come on. Herb. But wouldn't Urban do that? Like to him, maybe this is that five star freshman that's just not ready yet, go. and Minshew is just kind of he's got some he got some snaps under his belt. That's yep. very Herb. Yep. Very yep. Herb. That's very college Herb. Like they, played, yeah. they could get away with beating the Texans in week one with Gardner Minshew, but week two against the Broncos, 
I don't know. I could see it. I could see Urban pulling that. But that's yeah. what I want to know. You're right. So if he puts Trevor out there week one against the Texans and it doesn't go as favorite, does he pull? At least it's the Texans. Pretty good chance. But, I mean, but would you pull you him? Better as a coach? put him in that game. That's that's like a recipe for success. <laughs> like, don't start Justin Fields against the Rams if you're Matt Nagy. I get it. Week one in SoFi there. Stadium, Sunday Night Football. But right. that's a confidence builder against right. the Texans. Against the Texans. Yeah. Like, come on, come on. Yeah. They better oh, be bye bye. But J. By the way, JJ's not there anymore. Yeah. Like you're good. <laughs> speaking speaking of um, starting quarterbacks, yes, Andy Dalton has been named QB one. The Red Rocket is back again. Yep, uh, yep. in Chicago, I think it's the Red Rifle. Right? <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> 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 the Red Rocket. My bad, Red Rifle. Yeah, my ball. Yeah, he got it's the Red Guy. Don't the Red Google. Guy. <laughs> Poor Andy. But yeah, see, that's how they feel about him, though. What, go, poor Andy? Yeah, you're not going to throw – okay, we're saving fields. We don't want to put him out there. He's not going to be the week one start against Aaron Donald. We're going to put yeah, so then, Dalton out there. I, I, and him. I don't disagree. I don't I, I don't disagree. But when you've got freaking Justin Fields answering questions from media members about how his fan base is, like, attacking Andy Dalton, and go. he's sticking up for him, like, hey, you know, he's a person too. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, now, yeah the I'll, irony. I'll give him this. That, and you know what? I think Hugh Freeze uh, tweeted it, quote tweeted the interview and said leadership, which is accurate. I mean, he's he's confident enough to stand up there in a press conference and stand up for his starting quarterback right. that supposedly he's behind. Right. But the Titans will get a nice, uh, beautiful, up close and personal look of Justin Fields because he will start. Yep. In the preseason finale against the Titans, so. And I I know they're hoping um that. None of our starters play, so then you ain't got to worry about it. Because if he does get to get out there, week two he'll build confidence in Chicago, and then week three, guess who you got? Miles Garrett coming to town. So you mm-hmm. duck Aaron Donald, you get Miles Garrett, and hopefully a clowny that you saw with the Titans, which would be no real output. So <laughs> I mean, just saying, but just saying, <laughs> neither here nor there. But I, I look forward. I, I do look forward to seeing Justin Fields. Um playing against this defense, especially this defense that's hungry and what kind of mistakes he can make and what he gets away gets away with. Um but that's what Babs. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're, we're Babs, getting, is, Babs <laughs> is laughing at me. Let's hurry up and get the Vrabel. Where's Vrabel? Like, we're getting a lot of uh a lot of I, I know I, I didn't tweets and look. comments about look the Red Rocket. Red Rocket. <laughs> I don't want to look Mickey said that today I'm blaming Mickey and, and we said it's worth a Google, like half joking, and then somebody in the chat was like, just Google it. Don't Google it. See, and guess do what? Do not, do not. Don't the, Google. The Did funny that happen thing about on Blaine it and is, Mickey too? Who called him the Red yeah, Rocket? I think uh I think Blaine did. Uh-huh. I think Blaine did and Mickey at, corrected wait, It must be that scene. See, and, no, and I know the real Red Rocket. The real Red Rocket is Matt Bonner from New Hampshire, Concord, New Hampshire. The real Red Rocket's yeah. my dog at home. That's the real Red Rocket. <laughs> Do not Google I got to Google it now. Like, how did I not Google Oh, my gosh. We're taking a break. 3HL1045 The Zone. Don't do it. Welcome back in 3HL 104.5 The Zone. Don Davenport alongside Ron Slay. Yo! Lucas Panzika behind the glass. It is certainly a different um, musical selection with Pan behind the glass. Devin down the dial. 
Slay's, <laughs> Slay's all about it, clearly. I like it. Look at the little groove going. Funkier vibes. I don't know what Joe Hunk brings in every day. Not that. I, like, I hear yeah, a lot like of like funk. 90s rap with Hunk, which is cool. Which is... And then Hunk will go on a tangent, it's, too. Yeah. The 90s rap's kind of up my alley. Mm-hmm. And then Hunk will go into some weird stuff. <laughs> hey, you know what, though? Real quick. Real quick. <laughs> I want to apologize to Andy Dalton for- <laughs> And he was the red rocket. Okay, hold on. Our boss just came in yeah. during the break and was like, uh, hey, don't Google that on the work computer. Yeah, please don't. Please don't. Hey, man, and guess what? I didn't. That's not what popped in my head, people. Like, the Internet is a dangerous, dangerous place, man. So I'm just saying. So I just tweeted out who I was thinking of when I said red rocket, and it was Matt Bonham. I got man, Matt Bonham. So. Salute to Matt Bonner. Sorry, Was that Andy his Dalton. real nickname? Yeah. This was, was all the like- way in high school. We played them. He was from Concord, New Hampshire. I forgot. His team was ranked in the nation, though, uh, my senior at Oak Hill. So we've been playing against, against each other for a long time. And when um, we were getting ready to play him on the scouting report, Coach Smith said, this is 6'10 shooter. They call him. He can shoot so good. They call him the Red Rocket. <laughs> so I'm like, man, I can't wait to see him. He was about 6'9", 6'10", letting it go. And I was like, oh, okay. So automatically, that's what I think of when I say the Red Rock. <laughs> Matt Bonner, man. And that carried with him in Florida. They called him that NBA and everything. So yeah. <laughs> there everyone you go. else, no, no, no. <laughs> My male dog is the real Hey man. <laughs> see that hey man. Hey boy. See, I don't even have a dog. Oh. I don't have no dog. So I'm gonna put that on Moan. Moan Moan has Zeus. Moan should have texted me and be like, nah, that ain't it. That ain't it, Chief. Uh, that ain't it. <laughs> that ain't uh. it, Chief. That ain't it. Man, dang, that's crazy. Mm, that's uh-huh. all right. That's all right with me, though. <laughs> but Andy Dalton is QB1. Uh, so, yes, yeah. there you go. <laughs> that's, that's what the all Why of Why don't was we for. just call him Andy? <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right. Um, so some NFL news. Tom Pelissaro, uh, NFL Network <laughs> reporter, um, tweeted this about 30 minutes ago. Rhett B came in here. We were talking about it, but he said the NFL informed clubs today that effective immediately locker room access while players are present on game day will be limited to 50 people Mm. and no media unless they are club affiliated per source. Um, He said no surprise given the current COVID situation, but a major impact on coverage of (laughs) the NFL. Um, Now, there was zero media in the locker room last year right that's that happened that's kind of been carried over maybe like network people were in there and that's probably about it so um i don't know basically it's a little different yeah a little little different from last year but we're seeing here here's my conversation and concern is, by the way, we're about four minutes away from head coach Mike Frabel addressing right, the media. Yeah. We're going to take it live. I will, I'll shut my pie hole whenever he comes on. But <laughs> here's my concern, Slay. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're, uh, I'm going to use a college example, right? Cause yeah. Lane Kiffin definitely always wants to talk about this. He's, he's got his, his team, everybody vaccinated, 100% vaccinated, right? Right. So in the SEC, that, means you don't have any of the COVID protocols in place as far as meeting, testing, all of that. Right. UCLA, for example, is a program where, you know, they're, uh, UCLA requires them to be vaccinated, so Mm -hmm. 100% vaccinated, right? Mm -hmm. But they still test once a week. 
What's what happens? We're seeing this. We're seeing it with Mike Vrabel. Yep. A breakthrough case where you're fully vaccinated, but you return a positive test, and here we are. You, I don't see how we are in college and the pros. We're going to penalize a team if they're doing everything they were supposed to do and are fully vaccinated, but there is breakthrough cases that are happening. Like how there's no contingency plan in place for mm-hmm. this. How is this all going to be handled? I, I, especially with what we're seeing right now, the Titans put two more players on the COVID-19 reserve list today as far as their roster moves. That got them down to 80. Um, You know, Mike Vrabel, obviously, having to be away from the team right now because he's a breakthrough case and is positive while fully vaccinated. So, like, how is – we're seeing this, and and how is it going to be handled? I think the Bucs had, you know, six or seven guys that – tested positive that was the behind the scenes you know off the record reports right. that were fully vaccinated as well well I, I think first and foremost i would like to take from the 80s sitcom good times florida evans if you're familiar with it the mom damn 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 is all you can really say like it's <laughs> right. i don't know like how do you fight it i mean and I how do you stay away from it because not only is it just people that get the get the vaccination and they, they get tested for COVID and the negative, but if all of a sudden a day before a game pops up, the contact tracing is involved. Then what do you do? Right. Like you still got to get the two negative tests. Like it's, yeah, that's and tough. This is, and, and you're talking about fully vaccinated. Exactly. Like the, we're talking about the fully vaccinated players. Exactly. We're not talking about the, right. the Kirk cousins. Right. And, I Cam guess Newtons Cam and, Newton yeah, mm-hmm. and, and those that aren't fully yep, vaccinated exactly. at the, because their protocols are different, obviously. Exactly, so exactly. it's, it's tough. It'll be really interesting, especially in the surge that we're yes. our country sitting in right yep. now in this new ultra contagious variant. Right. right. So and, um, and we are not at the point where we are we are we have the opportunity like summer and be able to really, really social social distance. Uh these people are professionals and a lot of them have um um Children have wives, have cousins that stay with them, and these people go to school. So it's not necessarily them not doing the right thing, but it's people living everyday life that walks back into contact with them. And man, you just you're the free fall in a sense. Like I, I don't know what you do. I, it's it's rough, man. I, hopefully this gets navigated really, really well. I think as a Titans fan, I we got Vrabel. Yeah, head coach Mike Vrabel addressing the media right now press conference but um if you have any uh things you want to add coach and then we'll take some questions okay yeah i think just first i just want to let everybody know um you know how much um sympathy and thought and and our concerns are for the the people in waverly um i i have covid with almost non-existent uh symptoms right now and they've lost family members they've lost homes I want to thank the first responders, and I'm almost embarrassed that when I spoke to you the last time, um, I failed to mention that. I got my car and was headed to uh, St. Thomas West. I want to thank those people uh, for the for the monoclonal antibody infusion. And and I was listening to the radio, and it and it dawned on me uh, that it's a lot bigger than you know be, me being in quarantine for for a few days or or a few of our players. So our, our team and our organization, our thoughts and our prayers are with everybody that um, was affected by, by the floods. 
you know, I feel fine. I feel great, ready to get back to work. Hopefully I can get to a negative test here in 48 hours. Uh, if not, then we'll continue on this path that we are uh, right now. Uh, Teresa? Mike, the, uh, mana, the, the antibody treatment that you got, was that under the advice of uh, team doctor, your doctor? Uh, you, you were having some symptoms on Sunday. Is that what prompted that treatment? Sure. You know, I mean, Dr. Williams, which I think has um, been fantastic uh, in my experience here uh, with not only uh, me and my family, but also our players and their families uh, recommended it. Um, and so uh, that that's what we did. Uh, Jim? Mike, can you kind of talk us what your days have been like the last couple and what you may be seeing from practices and, and what you're hearing from your coaches running the show yeah just continue to to get up early and monitor you know what's going on with the football team with john uh with todd and frank and everybody else um squad meeting at uh, at eight o'clock you know trying to get my message across things that i saw that that occurred in practice things that we're going to try to focus on uh, that particular day or what was today um and then I, you know, then I continue to, to to work on the schedule and things that I look forward to and special teams and offense and defense. And then um, got to work out in when the when the players went to practice, got to work out in and um, and then watch tape after practice. Going to get ready to meet with these guys, meet with Todd about injuries and then, you know, discuss, um, you know, practice and the schedule for the next couple of days with the coaches after that. Uh, Teron. Yeah, Coach, uh, glad you're feeling a bit better. Uh, obviously, with contact tracing, it, you know, there there are certain players that have been placed on, on COVID reserve, but uh, those guys who went to dinner with uh, Ryan Suckup, have they been identified and, and you have their status? I, I, I didn't, I don't, I'm not aware of who went to dinner. Um, with Ryan Suckup. So you'll have to fill me in on, on what that report was. Well, the report just said, uh, Bruce Aarons actually said that Ryan Suckup, he tested positive and certain players went to dinner. He went to dinner with certain Titans players. They didn't say who it was or anything like that, but obviously, you know, guys are being placed on, on the reserve COVID. Um, I don't know or believe they have ties to Suckup, but I wasn't sure if there was a correlation or if that has been identified within the building. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Um, all we can focus on is, is our guys here um, and, and making sure that the communication with the NFL and Dr. Sills, um, you know, I'm, I'm really proud of our guys from this morning on saying, hey, we're going to take these steps and we're going to get everybody, um, you know, another rapid test. You know, whether they're vaccinated or not, uh, try to keep our meetings at, at a social uh, distance and just really be proactive um, just here for the next couple of days, just so that we can we can make sure that you know, whatever it is that is happening uh, gets taken care of. Uh, Terry. Mike, when you go watch the film of the practices that you're not able to attend, how much does it change the perspective of watching it without having been able to see it live on the field? 
you know, I mean, I think it's um, it's I, I did notice a noticeable speed uh, difference from today uh, and yesterday, which was good. It was something that that I had asked for that we needed to see that we needed to practice faster and and at a different tempo. Um, so that was good. And then, you know, I mean, the, the first time around, usually plenty uh, seen it the first time. But, you know, it's good to kind of see guys you know, making some plays or having a mistake and come back and fixing it and correcting it. But, you know, I don't think it really makes a, a whole lot of difference watching it, you know, back here as opposed to in my office. Uh, a few more, uh, John. Fine. And Mike, um, were you encouraged, I guess, by uh, Julio Jones getting a little bit more practice work in uh, today? And do you feel like, uh, you know, if he responds well, is this the kind of thing that, that that ramps up in the next, you know, several days? Uh, I'm always encouraged when any of our players can get back out there that, you know, may not have been out there um, with us in, in the previous days or weeks. Uh, but it, yeah, certainly it's good to see. And the, some of that stuff there at the end was, was allowing a lot of guys that hadn't been out there to get back out there with us. So I think that that was critical uh, to start to, to, to work towards that and, you know, be able to practice at different paces and tempos is something that's going to be important for us throughout the entire season. Uh, Paul. Mike, to, to be clear, uh, it sounded like you haven't had a negative yet, and I wanted to check on your coaching staff as well. Is anybody uh, quarantined out of that group? Uh, I have not had any. Um, I, I, I have not had a negative test. So, you know, we'll wait to see. Um, and then as, as far as the, the quarantine goes, you know, we'll, we'll list those as, as, as required by the NFL. Uh, Corey? Mike, with as good as you're feeling right now, are you hopeful for Saturday night? And if not, who's who's going to run the show? Um, yeah, we have time until Saturday. Um, I'm confident that, you know, our players will be ready and that we'll be prepared for the football game. Um, you know, I, I all I can say is that I, I'm hopeful, but, you know, until, until I have two negative tests, um, I'll stay here and, and continue to miss the, the hell out of the football team. All right, we ran through all of them. Appreciate okay, guys, thank you so much. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate you, Coach. Well, there you go. Head coach Mike Vrabel addressing the media. Quick little session there just to get an update uh, on him, on how he is doing. Obviously, you heard Coach Vrabel. I have not had a negative test. And right. um, per protocol, per NFL protocol, he's – obviously fully vaccinated, tested positive, had a sore throat on Sunday, and that's why he actually was tested because uh, nowadays if you have a sore throat, you get tested to right. make sure right. um, and to be careful. And he did come back positive. Um, he said he has not had a negative test. He will need two straight days of negative test to be able to come back. Yeah. Uh, e either that or 10 days, right? Yes. Is is what the protocol and the rule is that's in, in place. So that positive test, or I guess it's symptoms from the first day of your symptoms, that was Sunday for him. Yep. So it will be either 10 days from Sunday or two negative tests. And good for him, man, for for being a leader in that uh, in that situation and, and speaking up and, you know, cause he could have saying I have a yeah, sore throat. I need to go home. check. Yeah. yeah. And took some medicine and, and 
called it a day and then came into the locker room the next day and spread everything. So mm-hmm. good, good job for him. Hopefully the players follow that um, that leadership by Coach Brayboy. Um Interesting, he said, um, and he kind of mentioned it, you know, in passing in the beginning, uh, sent out thoughts and prayers and, and all of that to yes. uh, those suffering in Waverly with this devastating flooding here in Tennessee um, and certainly sent his well wishes to all of those that are affected there, which we do as well. I think we're, we, we need to get into that at some point, but I think we're going to try and hop in and do some kind of fundraiser and and maybe help out Uh, Waverly high school lost everything. Camden high school, all Mm -hmm. of those places right there together. um, All of those uh, people infected, infected, affected by it. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll let you know how you can help and what we're going to do. Um, to try and help that as well. But uh, Mike Frabel saying that he did have a monoclonal antibody COVID-19 infusion. I'm glad you did that. I don't know if that's right or not. <laughs> I just know a little bit about the yeah. procedure. Um, so he did have that. That uh, is is supposed to help you get better and, and heal a little faster too as well. Right. So um, there you go. That's the latest from Mike Vrabel. We have Alan Bell who is going to join us coming up next. So we'll get more into what Vrabel had to say uh, after we visit with AB. He's next on 3HL 104.5 The Zone. What up? What up? What's up, people? Welcome back to 3HL. Yep. It's me, Ron Slay, right here with Babs. Brenda's out. And we got our guy, Alan Bell, right here to talk numbers and what we're betting. Alan, now, before you came on, we, we did a spot yesterday, and Babs said, Ron, we're going to save your life. <laughs> I, was like, Who's I said our CBS Sports <laughs> yeah. Line guy AB is coming on. I, He's gonna help you. I'm like, oh boy, who is this? So and it just happened to be my guy, Alan Bell. So here we go. Alan, how you doing, brother? Big play slay. I'm doing great, man. I love I love <laughs> that section. Y'all doing good? <laughs> We're doing good, man. First and foremost, let me dive straight into this. The over under on this milk crate challenge that's taking place right now. I, I'm not like, what's the odds on people completing this? Like, what can we get bets laid down for this, or is this just need to just come to a screeching halt before everybody gets hurt? Oh no! <clears throat> well, here's the thing. Look, people finishing it. It's about at a uh, plus ten thousand right now because it looks like nobody is. <laughs> right. All I've seen are just broken backs all over the internet, which is cracking me up. I think I've yeah. only seen like two people who've done it. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, is 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 silly? Is what it is. I don't know who would jump up there. Would you do it? I don't know. They, silly is the well, word. Dumb. First off, I want to know how. All of a sudden, everybody on the planet got a hold of 37 milk <laughs> crates. I don't know right? where those came They're coming from right? everywhere. <laughs> well, yeah. you do know, like, milk still gets to the grocery stores and gas stations in crates. Really? I didn't That's know still that. a thing, yeah. Oh, wow. Well, it, it was a thing. It's not anymore because everybody's got their crates. Yeah, so all, of them gone. <laughs> all of them gone. All of them gone. All gone. Let's jump straight into the NFL, um, AB. Um, yep. la- last night, um, we saw Jacksonville. We saw um, them playing against the New Orleans Saints. Jameis Winston looked like he has a, a grasp on the starting QB spot. Any odds on um, New Orleans increasing their odds as far as making the playoffs or trying to vie for a championship? What do you think about them? Yeah, you know, so we haven't seen any increase, but I'll tell you this. Uh, Jameis Winston, we got odds on him being the starting quarterback. He's minus 450 a favorite now, which means there's about a 75-76% chance that that's going to be. So we could go ahead and lock that in. Now, when you look at the Saints, 
they're in a tough division because they're going to go up against the Bucks, who obviously won the Super Bowl last year. The team hasn't changed much at all. But, again, I, like, I, I'm kind of high on the Saints this year. I know a lot of people aren't, but it's not like Drew Brees was all that good last year anyway, right? Like, mm-hmm. this team is built way more with their defense. They just don't get enough credit because the offense always did. So I think that you're going to kind of see similar from New Orleans last year. <clears throat> they're just going to take a different route to get there. You know what I'm saying? Right. But. Yeah, like I, I, I still think they're a solid, solid football team. Before we get to the Titans and the Bears, um, this preseason game Saturday, let's let's touch on real quick. Etn got injured last night, so they looked like they will be without him for the season. Any change in numbers for the Jaguars or nothing? Nothing really making any well. The Jaguars dropped a little bit, pretty much in, in regards to you know who's going to be the worst team in the NFL. It was pretty much them in Houston, and now it's kind of flipped. Excuse me, to where. Jacksonville is now going to be your favorite to be the worst team in the NFL. And it makes kind of sense, right? Like, right. they pretty much have Trevor Lawrence, and that's about it. So, uh, yeah, it's interesting that two teams in the Titans division are both fighting for that. So, they're a business in the AFC South. They're going to be sitting pretty. All right, this is, this is where Babs, I think, um, was trying to get you to save my life. So, <laughs> yeah, Bears versus the Titans. Justin <laughs> Fields has been named the starter for the game. The, the the Titans haven't allowed a touchdown in two preseason games. What do I need to do as far as odds goes when it comes to this Titans Bears matchup Saturday? Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you exactly how to play that. All right, so the game is uh, Bears favorite by two and a half mm-hmm. over under of thirty six. Here's what you do. All right, so you're right. The Titans are outscoring teams in the preseason fifty seven to six, Jeez. and they're really not even trying that hard, right. which is the crazy thing. What you do is this. You bet the Bears at minus a half a point in the first half, all right? And then you live bet the Titans in the second half, and you're going to hit on both sides because once the Bears get fields out of there, disaster, disaster. Because they're not, they don't, they legitimately are going to run out quarterbacks that you've never heard of that have no chance of making the team. So play the Bears in the first half, play the Titans in the second half. That is. I, I love that. Now let's go on to college football. Babs has Babs has to get busy really soon <laughs> with football. So let's talk about this football. Nebraska and Illinois. Um they're going to Illinois. Who do you got in this game? Yep. So all right, Nebraska's a seven point favorite over Illinois and it's a total of fifty five. Look, I'll say this. I am gonna play the under of fifty five here, and here is why. Because I think that you're going to see a very sloppy game. From both teams, I don't believe in Brett Bielema at all in Illinois. Mm. And Nebraska has had some craziness going on this offseason. In terms of their team, Scott Cross, he's kind of on the hot seat there. So you can play that spread if you want, but it's going to be tough. I think the better play is playing the under because we have a high number of 55. And these teams have only had not many practices to get ready for it. Yeah, I'm going to play the under on that one all day long. Alan, you can't see this, but as you're speaking, Slay is on his phone, like looking through everything to see what you're saying. Just letting you know. That's my guy. That's my guy. I believe in him. Now, well, Dawn is covering the Hawaii at UCLA game. What do you think about that game now? How about that? Uh, I know you're not going over on this one, right? <laughs> What's that number? 70? Well, no, I'm, I'm not. Like, Here's the thing. Look, I think that it's going to be kind of similar to this Nebraska-Illinois game. Uh, you've got Hawaii that's going to make a travel, obviously, and you're going to have two teams, um, you know, more so in UCLA with Chip Kelly, who's going to try to do too much too early. And remember, they've got a game against LSU coming up, too. 
So I think that the under is a good play here. The number is at 60. UCLA is an 18-point favorite. I guarantee you, by the time that the game gets here on Saturday, the public is going to bet that total number of 68.5 up to around 70.5. So give yourself a few days. Let the public go crazy. Bet me over because they see Hawaii. And then you take the under in that one. I think it's going to be an ugly game there, too. Uh, this is you also have real me. quick two yeah. defense, two veteran defenses in mm-hmm. Hawaii yep. and UCLA with a lot of guys back. So mm-hmm. bingo. Uh, good. So good this call, personal AP. for me, uh, Southern Utah. Is it is it is Southern Utah? Yeah, Southern Utah versus San Jose State coming off a bowl season game last year. San Jose State boat race these team this team or Nick not? Big Starkle, year fifty. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I I, I think that it's gonna it, absolutely like I, I think that that's the way to go about it. Yeah. You take the team and you just run with them and don't look back, don't question it, just run, go. Yep. Make La- last two, Bobby lights out Lang versus Adam Pacman Jones. Can we lay bets in boxing? <laughs> <laughs> what you got? And Jake Paul right, versus so. Tyron Woodley. So I mean, I mean, I, I, if you want to bet, here it is. Well, let me say this. I have been in a bar in Murfreesboro when I saw my man Pac-Man Jones get down one time. And I promise you this. I looked over at those other cats and said, I don't think you want to do it. Turns out they didn't want to do it. I'm rolling my man Pac-Man Jones. The boy gets out of the hands. I'm rolling. All right, what about Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley before we let you go? Oh, Woodley, man. Look, somebody's got to knock Jake Paul. They have to. That's how I feel, A.B. It has to. It has to. And my man Woodley can do it. He can bring the thunder. Yeah, I'm going with Willie on that one for sure. There it is. Appreciate you having Bell, man, joined us. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. Yeah, Thanks for having me. Yep. All right, there you go. Thanks, A.B. from CBS Sportsline. At Alan Bell 247 is his Twitter feed. If you want to hit him up, he always responds. He's great mm-hmm. about it. I think we can tell who the gambler was on the show. Just going to throw that out there. He's <laughs> had fun with him. I don't think like, Don got to ask a question outside of introducing him. I had no, fun. I was I like, Slay, take it. It's all you. I'm trying to help you, my man. You got some big things coming up. But hey, big things coming up in 5 o'clock hour, 3HL, 104.5 The Zone.